0: Welcome to another two sweet edition of WWE Mentality. I'm here in Head, North Carolina. Across from me is the same guy who tag-teamed with me last week, Mr. Matt Posnanski, a.k.a. Sean Strider, a.k.a. the champ of TWO. How are you doing today, Mr. Strider? Well,
1: I'll tell you what. I'm doing just fine, boys. Doing just
0: fine, and um, we have a lot to talk about. There's
1: yes, a, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> there's
0: a whole bunch that we have to talk about today so we're gonna get into that but first as usual you're gonna hear from mark hellman the chevy man if anybody can put you on a chevy i believe the chevy man can that pretty much makes sense right (laughs) yeah absolutely so we'll be back as soon as you get done hearing from him and we'll cover crown jewel we'll cover smackdown the day after crown jewel and of course we'll cover raw so
2: mark hellman take it away Hi, friends. It's Mark Hellman, the Chevy Man, back to one of my favorite times of the year. It's Truck Month. We stocked up just in time with over 100 Silverados, Tahoes, and Suburbans. You can save over $10,000 off MSRP on your favorite truck or take advantage of 0% for 72 months. Most Buicks will qualify for up to 20% off MSRP. That means you can get into a brand new Encore for under twenty grand with a four-year bumper-to-bumper warranty. Come check out our selection of custom trucks. We have the best in the beach when it comes to lifted trucks. With our great deals, you can almost get the conversions at no charge. That's huge! We are out to help more folks this month than ever before. We still have over 80 world-class pre-owned vehicles ready to go. All the best makes, models, and price ranges. No one has our selection. Our bumper-to-bumper warranties and maintenance is always included. See it all at obxchevy.com at the foot of the Wright Memorial Bridge. All of us at OBX Chevy Buick appreciate your business and your friendship. Chevy, find new roads. Our
0: Okay, and we're back to WWE mentality, and mentality is what we're about to jump into because, again, we have a lot to talk about. A lot has been going on this past few days. We have Survivor Series coming up in two weeks. We have war games as far as NXT is concerned in two weeks, which actually has to do with the main roster a little bit. So let's jump into Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel, what did you think? Of that first match of Crown Jewel actually, what do you think of Crown Jewel in general all?
1: Uh, altogether, I thought it was uh, pretty well put together There was a lot of surprises um, You know, a lot of interesting decisions and things that happened um, You know, I was actually pretty, pretty pleased with it So,
0: I don't think it was as good as last year But I think it was decent
1: I agree, I would agree with that Um,
0: For a five-hour, pretty much, again, a WrestleMania, like I said last week. It's a WrestleMania in Saudi Arabia is what they try to build it up to be. Um, But, yeah, I I think it was decent. It wasn't spectacular by any means. Uh, Some matches definitely stood out. Um, We'll definitely talk about those matches. But first, on the kickoff show, we had, I finally got his name right. I heard it on Monday, and I think I've got it right this time. You don't pronounce the L's in this name. Humberto Carrillo.
1: Yeah, I would, I would agree with
0: that. Yeah, okay. Because right. I was pronouncing the L's, and that's not how. <laughs> and I couldn't roll my L's. But Humberto Carrillo won the 20-man battle royal for the right-to-face United States champion AJ Styles later on during the night. Uh, I think as I stated last week to you, this guy's got some definite steam going along with him. And he's doing a really good job. His first match of the draft, uh, or after the draft, I believe, it was against Seth Rollins. Uh, the next week, it was, I believe, against AJ Styles. Yeah. I mean, he, he's got some steam. Do you think this Umberto guy has what it takes to get to the... And I no no means necessary when I say this, but to the elite level.
1: I think he does. He's been showing us his skill set. He's been showing us what he can do out there. Um, I mean, his first match with Seth Rollins was a barn burner, man. It it tore the house down. And I thought, I thought for sure that this kid had something there, Um, you know. And they keep pushing him to get maybe a you know U.S. title shot. So you know, we'll see. We'll see what the WWE does with him. But I do think that he does have something special. So.
0: No, you said see what the WWE does with them, and me and Justin always been in talks. As in, come on too soon, like uh, a little too much too soon is pretty much what I'm saying. Is that you know you look at Alistair Black, you look at Ricochet, you look at Charlotte Flair, um, you know Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss. Pretty much the the people who came in two, three, four years ago, um, too much too soon. They don't know what to do with them now. Because I mean, Alistair Black is probably one of the most talented guys on there, and he's pretty much got nothing right. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you think this guy is going to be relative like the rest of them? I mean, do you think they're just going to push him too fast too soon?
1: I don't know, man. It's hard to tell. He's a Um, great wrestler. Yeah, he is. He's a great wrestler, has great moves, You know, great charisma. He's good on the mic, it seems like, in his interviews with Charlie and all that. But I I don't know. I don't know. Time will tell. And
0: um, talking about time... This next match didn't last very long as me and you <laughs> actually sat and watched it after our segment last week on WWE Mentality. The WWE champion Brock Lesnar defeated Cain Velasquez in what seemed like a 30-second match, but all in all I believe it was like two to two minutes, minute and a half.
1: Yeah, something like that. Honestly, I mean, I, we were watching it and I was like kind of shook a little bit. It seemed just like uh seemed like a mixed martial arts match more than a wrestling match, but I mean, what do you expect from two guys that came out of the UFC? And Cain Velasquez not really having a background in, you know, sports entertainment, WWE style entertainment, um, you know, because you know you have Brock Lesnar, you know, collegiate wrestler, yep. went to the WWE, then left for the UFC, right. and now he's back. So he has a whole different set of skills uh, than Cain Velasquez. But I didn't predict uh, Lesnar being the winner. However, he did win via Kimura lock. And he tried to break Kane's arm, and then you had Rey Mysterio come in with a steel chair and and hand it to him. But uh, you know, it. I mean, I was entertained. Right. I was entertained.
0: I mean, it is. It's kind of what you expected. It. To be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we'll talk more about Rey Mysterio and Brock Lesnar when we talk when we get on the uh, segment of Raw. But the OC. What do you think about the OC, man? They. They won this tag team turmoil to capture what now is called the be- the Tag Team World Cup. Now the OC is now called the OC, but also the best tag team in the world. What do you think? I mean, <laughs> they, they deserve that? I mean, given their history in uh, New
1: Japan? I you know, mean, they're definitely well-decorated, that's for sure. I mean, they, they definitely have a lot of accolades. I mean, dominant in Japan. Dominant when they first burst on the scene in WWE Then they kind of went through that dry spell Where they were kind of jobbers And I mean it seems like they're being pushed back I mean I I would like to see them go on another title run
0: And uh, Talking about the OC just real quick They actually showed up to NXT last night And reason why I will discuss in the Smackdown segment uh, Here in a little bit But yeah they showed up on NXT And uh, they did what I expected them to do But again we'll talk about that During the Smackdown segment Man, Sword defeated Cesaro. Uh, what Justin Cesaro is what Justin calls another jobber. Um, what's your take on Cesaro, man? I mean, he he seems like he's jobbing a little bit. Seems like he's building up superstars. But do you kind of expect that as as long as he's been in WWE, it's just his time to build up other superstars? I mean, or do you think that he just has nothing right now as far as storyline?
1: I mean, yeah, I just I just don't see him going anywhere with you know a major title. Right now, I mean, after the whole, uh, the bar, I mean, yeah. I don't know if, are they even still thing the bar? I don't think so. Yeah. So after that, I feel like he's just kind of like fizzled out. The hype is kind of gone. Um... I feel like they're just using him to build up other superstars right now. So.
0: And Mansoor is a Saudi Arabian uh, entertainer, superstar. Uh, I, I believe he's been in NXT over there for a while, or developmental and then indie scene over in Saudi Arabia or somewhere over there. Don't know much about him, but he defeated, he defeated Cesaro. <laughs> The match, I believe, everybody built up so much in the last couple weeks that didn't live up to its hype. Tyson Fury versus Braun Strowman. I thought this match was uh, a slap in the face of Braun Strowman, although it did get a lot of media attention, uh, as as I think is what WWE intended it for it to do. But Tyson Fury defeated Braun Strowman via countout. Did you think this match was where it should have been, or do you something was wrong I mean how did the match end?
1: I mean I don't <clears throat> I didn't expect it going via count out um I did predict Fury to win yep. I did predict that one yep. but I didn't expect it over count I figured he was going to knock Strumming out or something like right. that and, and he didn't um but after Fury's win Strumming came in and gave him a power slam to end that match right. after after the bell had already wrong. but yeah I think mid card somewhere you would put that match
0: right so, and, and another Tyson Fury is also back in WWE news saying that he is now wants to take on Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Stay in your lane,
1: Tyson Fury.
0: <laughs> Stay in your lane. Um, I, I don't think that would be at all an interesting
1: I don't think so. A boxer so
0: versus a UFC slash WWE superstar?
1: No, absolutely not. Uh, especially with someone like Lesnar. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, nah, I, stay yeah, like uh, Mr. Stripes. Stay in your lane and just <sighs> do which you know, stick to boxing for now. Uh, we might see you at 4 uh, Wumble or something, but yeah, no, don't, don't go into those waters. Uh, Samir Singh. One of the Bollywood brothers defeated the 28-17, 35-24-7 champion our truth backstage. Um, just one of those segments of the show where you either you know, take a break from what you're doing and chill out and relax and watch this unfold. It's not very interesting, this 24-7 championship anymore to
1: me. No, it's kind of dull at this point. Yes.
0: Um, I don't know how they can revamp it. I mean, our truth we all know, is very comedic. Um, he's probably one of the best entertainer, entertainers, and I put air quotes around that, that WWE's got, but how you revived this 24-7 championship that you so <laughs> desperately needed the WWE universe to, to win over has now gone completely stale. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah, so. Um, as I stated in the, the beginning of the show, Umberto Carrillo got his chance, won the 20-man battle royal. He went on to face United States champion AJ Styles. Didn't pan out in his favor. Got defeated by AJ Styles, clean cut. You know, nothing too much too much about that match. You know uh, I wanna talk about this next one last. So we'll skip this one. Um team My team, Team Hogan, defeated Uh Team Flair. I picked Team Hogan. Yeah, that's right. Um, It wasn't what I thought the match was going to be constructed like. Like it was going to be somebody win, they get uh, submitted or pinned, and they go to the back. It wasn't like it wasn't. It wasn't an elimination thing. It was. It was all four or five guys facing the four or five guys in a tag team match, and whoever won won. My team ended up winning. Your team, I think, believe was Team Flair, and y'all lost.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well not the first time Rick players let me down. No,
0: it's not. <laughs> but what did you think I mean, think that match also lived up to the hype that it was it was getting or I don't well, know. I mean I with mean all the superstars in there, Randy Orton, uh Big Dog Roman Reigns, Reigns, Big Dog Roman Reigns, Rusev, Bobby Lashley, King Corbin, 40 G, Ricochet.
1: I don't know, I man. I'm just glad that Rusev won something and he didn't have to deal with that line of crap all night.
0: Yeah, and we'll uh we'll talk more about that. Um from some, some stuff transpired on Raw. But uh this next match, which we should talk about last, but we're not, because I think there's more important uh, things to talk about on the one we skipped to talk about last. But the fiend, Bray Wyatt, defeated Seth Rollins to become your universal champion. I think that's what the WWE universe wanted and needed.
1: It I, I would needed. say I would say that uh, you know, they definitely wanted it. Um, you know it's time for a change Seth Rollins has been a great fighting champion yep. um, you know but The Fiend I, I just feel like The Fiend is a very very strong well put together character right now and uh, I'm very interested to see where they're gonna take him in this title round yeah, it's uh, gonna be very interesting they even made a new belt they did they yep, made a new yep. belt for him so Um, I I think we're all in love with The
0: Fiend I think I'm in agreeance with you that Seth Rollins is just he's hit his time as a universal champion Um, it's hard to tell where he might go next you know he was on Raw gave a statement we'll talk about that in a minute but um, yeah Seth Rollins I don't know he he might go into that proverbial like black hole like you would think Cesaro's in but he's gonna like try to climb out of it make a storyline really good to get out of it I'm like might see from Cesaro. Like, if, if Cesaro came out and was like, yeah, I'm tired of being put down and tired of being treated like crap, you, you probably wouldn't buy that storyline. Right. But if Seth Rollins did it, you would be like, okay, well, he's had interesting feuds with Triple H. Um, when he was with Triple H, he had interesting feuds with The Shield, Reigns and Ambrose. And, like, I think his storyline would be more believable than, like, uh, like I said, a Cesaro. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. That's true. But, yeah, The Fiend is now your universal champion Thank you. The only thing I don't like, get rid of the freaking red light in his matches,
1: please. Yeah, the red light is just too much. It's ridiculous. It's just too much. It's hard to see.
0: I mean, do you think it's like they're in hell because it's red? Yeah,
1: that's what I I think that they're trying to go with. But I I just don't see. It's just kind of annoying. I, I don't like it.
0: I would imagine people And not only us two Sitting in here now Have a problem with it But reading what I read On Twitter And Facebook Is just Nobody likes that So they need to get rid of it So WWE If you're listening right now Fix it Fix it Stop (laughs) Nobody likes it Fix it But now On to the last name Crown Jewel That we had skipped earlier we told you this was a big deal. Like, this had so many implications to it that it wasn't even, like, it was more than what any other match is on, this, on the Crown Jewel card. And what I'm talking about is the women's match between Natalya and Lacey Evans. Natalya and Lacey Evans had the pleasure and the, the honor of being the first ever women's wrestling match in Saudi Arabia. I mean, it gives you kind of goosebumps to think about it because Natalia being, you know, her pedigree, her, you know, her past and where she's come from. Lacey Evans, kinda of this newcomer, but not really. I mean, she's been in the scene for a little bit now. She's gotten a little heat and a little push going. But them two having having to face off against each other being the first woman women's match ever in Saudi Arabia, I think. It, it speaks volumes, and I I can't even put into words how uh, excited I am as a WWE fan. I mean, I don't know how you felt towards it, but uh, we stated last week that this was a much bigger ish not issue, but this was a much bigger honor than what everybody seems to make it out. For. I mean,
1: yeah, I mean it was it was amazing. Um, the response from the fans, yeah, uh, you know the the feel in that arena when that when their music hit, it was just like. Whoa you know This is happening Right And uh, I don't know If you noticed But did you see What they were wearing Yeah so They were wearing Like full body suits And t-shirts over. Right Very right. long t-shirts
0: Well I think that's Like the Saudi Arabia way Like they, to, to honor Their culture Right you know, They're not allowed To show you You know As far as What I understand Like chest Skin mm-hmm. You know Arms I mean uh, I don't know How to put it In the most political story, but,
1: Yeah I don't know Either yeah, but it was They very were dressed To honor the Yeah the culture. For sure Kind of like how Tyson Fury came out in that,
0: <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> and, and now, and talking about Tyson Fury real quick, his entrance was pretty good. Yeah, it was awesome.
1: Yeah, it was great.
0: But yeah, Natalia defeated Lacey Evans in a very emotional, heartfelt, honorable match. I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, that wraps up Crown Jewel, but I want to talk and get kind of in depth with what what happened after Crown Jewel. Uh, what stories did you end up coming across that said? the whole debacle of this whole crown jewel airplane type deal i mean what do you what do you see in your professional opinion uh what's going on
1: i mean i was reading on some sites don't know if they're credited or not they're l- legit but one of them was vice and uh shout out vice don't take us off the air <laughs> but uh I just wanted, uh, I read somewhere on there that they said, the WWE came out with a statement saying that it was, uh, mechanical failures or issues or whatever with the plane, and that's why they were being held there, um, you know, later on in the article, I read that, you know, some people might have thought that it was some Saudi Arabian officials that didn't let the plane take off, um... You know, some of their military or uh, police force or whatever they were. uh, There were some rumors uh, circulating that, you know, that they didn't let them take off maybe because they were angry about something. um, And, uh, quote unquote, you know, this might have been a hostage situation. Not necessarily like they were going to kill them, but, you know, if they didn't get what they wanted, obviously they were just going to keep them there in Saudi Arabia.
0: Yeah, man. uh, And we only bring this up because it has a lot to do with our next segment of Jumping into SmackDown. But, yeah, the articles I mostly read resolved or revolved around maybe, you know, the Saudi, Saudi Arabian prince ordered everybody off the plane to Vince McMahon jumping on his airplane, rolling out of there at uh, as soon as the bell rung, which, according to Corey Graves on his podcast, The Bump... Um, was normal. You know, he stated he stated that you know after every single show, whether it be in the USA, Australia, any other country, after that final bell rings and all the superstars are okay, he jumps on a plane and he goes. So that's not abnormal that he left Saudi Arabia as soon as the last bell rang. There's also reports that uh, WWE shut off the the stream to Crown Jewel too early because there were some issues with financial situations that, you know, between Saudi Arabia and Vince McMahon. I mean, it's very unclear what happened. Obviously, we weren't there. We don't know. And we'll probably never know. <laughs> but it's definitely something interesting that, uh, yet another conspiracy theory around WWE. So, in I'm sure there'll be multiple, multiple more stories that come out. And we probably won't ever know until someone either quits the WWE and comes out with a tell-all or something. But, yeah, again, like I said, another conspiracy just happened to be floating around
1: WWE. I know. What what a coincidence, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, so that that, wraps up Crown Jewel and the whole situation over there that happened last week. (sighs) Smackdown.
1: What about it, JR? (laughs) Do you happen to watch SmackDown? <laughs> I did watch uh, this first thing that we we're about to talk about. Um, but I mean, what do you think about Brock Lesnar, our WWE champion, quitting SmackDown? I mean, you, are you really surprised? No. Yeah, I mean, I mean. I mean, I don't just, I just don't see any shock and awe factor in that. I mean, it's he, Brock Lesnar. He, you know, he does what he wants.
0: Well, uh, I was kind of up in the air last week, I think, if you remember that, I was like, well, what if Bray Wyatt wins? Like, Seth's on Raw, so what if Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, who's on SmackDown, wins against Seth Rollins? Does he go to Raw, or does he stay on SmackDown? So now we have an idea what's going to happen, is that now the Universal Championship's going to be going to SmackDown, and Raw will be getting Brock Lesnar. Welcome back.
1: Yeah, just what everybody (laughs) wanted. Yeah,
0: yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. Smackdown Women's Champion Bailey defeated Nikki Cross but um that match didn't really end the way Bailey it ended the way Bailey wanted because she won but after the match she had a little visit
1: from the NXT Women's Champion from right? the
0: NXT Women's Champion Shayna Baszler
1: oh, she, she went put off a
0: pretty good whipping on her <laughs> yeah, she went off <laughs> um Bailey actually being the only woman to hold the Raw Women's Championship, the SmackDown Women's Championship and the NXT Women's Championship that I did not know that, yeah. She's the only one to hold all three. Does she does that mean she's more dominant than Shayna Baszler and Becky Lynch? No, no, does that mean she has more experience than Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler? No, said so she's just Bailey. yeah. She's just Bayley, like the that. SmackDown Women's Champion. <laughs> <laughs> now, in no disrespect to that, but yeah, um, NXT kind of made a statement on SmackDown. That's due pretty much to the controversy going that was going on overseas at that point, where a lot of the superstars and couldn't get back to SmackDown, so they had to quickly think of something. And well, I, honestly, I loved it. I I think it's well over well overdue. I think it should have happened last year. At this time, you know, Survivor Series is coming up in two weeks, and we all know that's brand versus brand, but now we have brand versus brand versus brand. So we have NXT versus SmackDown versus Raw. And I think, again, I personally think that should have happened last year, but. As we move forward, Keith Lee, another NXT superstar, Matt Riddle, who has made a lot of waves in Twitter, going and saying stuff about Goldberg, going and saying stuff about other multiple superstars, got confronted by Sami Zayn, or or Keith Lee and Matt Riddle confronted Sami Zayn, which, let's all face it, Sami Zayn deserves. Did he? Um, oh yeah. (laughs) I (laughs) mean... I like Sami Zayn as a heel. I think he's he has a good microphone presence, but he deserved it. So I mean, sorry, Sammy, but um, welcome Keith Lee and Matt Riddle. Um, <sighs> Tommaso Ciampa defeated the Miz. Um, need I remind everybody, Tommaso Ciampa just just came back from very serious neck three, and um, I like his style. A lot. I,
1: mean, yeah, I love Ciampa. Yeah, yeah.
0: he's part of uh, the old tag team DYI-D. You know, do it at DIY yeah. yeah. Do
1: it yourself, yeah. I can that up. Yeah. D-Y-Y. Chiapa and Gargano. Yep. Johnny Wrestling. Absolutely. He's uh,
0: currently have in a feud with, uh, with, with Finn Balor. Is he? Yeah. He's going to be, uh, Finn Balor attacked him a week ago on NXT. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, snap. So yeah. uh, WWE, as I told our ex-champ in TWO, Team WWE O-B-X, David E-K-O, that he said that he was you know, weaning off WWE right now. And what? yeah, he said he was he wasn't watching as much. He uh, got rid of his subscription to WWE Network. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa man! <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't be doing that because Survivor Series is now coming up in two weeks. WWE is starting to pick up a lot of steam because of this invasion that happened on SmackDown last week with, like I said, Shayna Baszler, you got Tommaso Champa, Riddle, Keith Lee. Uh, Rhea Ripley and Tegan Knox defeated No Surprise, Fire, and Desire. I mean, I tell you what, if they don't ruin Rhea Ripley, she's going to be great. Yeah, I think so. She, too. Is, she is awesome. Um, she is exactly what I would want Bailey to be, but Bailey just doesn't have it, But NXT champion Adam Cole defeated Daniel Bryan. Uh, it was for the NXT championship, so it's really no surprise there. Great match. <laughs>
1: yeah, hell, yeah, I mean, hell I'm
0: of a t- great match. As you would expect Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole to put on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But, uh,
0: but yeah, that's that, that wraps up SmackDown. I want to thank OBX Chevrolet for sponsoring this beautiful podcast today, as they always do. Thank Red Circle, our hosting site for WWE Mentality. They've done a great job talking me through a whole bunch of stuff. Got up to 158 total downloads, officially. As I came on last okay, week, okay, officially, it, nice, yeah, officially, nice. yeah. So last week I came on and was like, "Yeah, we got like 148." And then I talked to him and they're like, "No, no, 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 wait, wait." Uh, there was a, there was a glitch, <laughs> a glitch, yeah, yeah. And there was like 48. So um, officially, I made sure I messaged him and was like, "Hey, is this another glitch going on? Like, do we are we sure this is what it is?" And he was like, "Yeah, uh, a lot of people did some listening, so you're doing something right." And I was like, "Nice, well, thanks, man. nice, yeah." So big, have
1: ever since the champ got here, yeah,
0: I mean, <laughs> I. I can't do anything But hold my hands up I mean
1: I don't know man You can call it's it what, right.
0: Yeah I mean You can call it Zebra black Or you can call it white But either way It's black and white And we move on <laughs> Right uh, Yeah thank you Red Circle For uh, hosting our site Getting it out there Giving us a place to You know Hunker down And get our Get it out to all those platforms uh, And those platforms are Pocket Cast Google podcast apple itunes spotify breaker radio public and we are on youtube at team wwe or wwe mentality uh thank you wix.com for uh helping me set up the website it took a long time to do because <laughs> i'm not website savvy um <laughs> and as you stated last week in 2019 you, you kind of have to be uh website savvy to understand what the hell's going on and
1: yeah you gotta be on the internet
0: yeah I'm, uh other than my phone i'm really not on the internet um you can find us on Facebook, too, WWE Mentality. Um, YouTube, as I stated, WWE Mentality as well. Twitter, at Jamie Winch. Jamie Winch. Jamie Wentz, that is me. Uh, and WWE mentality. You can find us on there. And what I'm going to do next week, we have an interview set up with one Jason Mables. He is a promoter in Indiana. He has an a, a event going on right now, or not right now, but this Saturday, and it's called Heroes and Legends. Well, he promotes Heroes and Legends, as well as Lucha, or Savage, Savage Lucha. I'm sorry I'm stuttering so much, but I'm getting all the information on right here. Um, Chicago event this Saturday with Road Warrior Animals is gonna be there what yeah I believe Angelina love from uh, okay, TNA. Tna is gonna okay. be there and uh an Oscar from men and men on a mission um his website is wW www.hero, again www.heroesandlegends.com Uh, this Saturday in Chicago doors open at 4 meet and greet at 5 bell times at 8 again Road Warrior Animal is going to be there their champion right now I believe is going to be on the line their championship is going to be on the line but their champion is one Anthony Totili if I said that wrong I'm sorry Uh, Legends champion Drew Skills Cruiserweight champion Sugar Dunkerton who kind of looks like uh, Velveteen Dream. A little oh, okay. Bit. Yeah, okay. he's a very Velveteen dream dreamish guy. They have a woman's champion, the amazing Maria, who reminds me, first look at her, she reminds me a lot of Lacey Evans. Okay. So all that's going on this Saturday in Chicago. Doors open up at 4.00. I believe. Let me get that right. Yep. Doors open up at four. Bell time's at eight. It's at 3530 North Clark Street, Chicago, Illinois. Road Warrior Animal is going to be there. Angelina, Angelina Love from TNA. I, if I lived in Chicago, I'd definitely be going to this because it know. sounds like a very fun time.
1: I was in Chicago two weekends ago. I picked the wrong weekend to go, it sounds like.
0: Uh Yeah. I would have to say that it would be you, you, you did something
1: wrong. Uh, we'll blame my brother. Wrong. He's getting married. <laughs> we had to go sometime. I
0: will blame your brother because I know your brother, and getting married is for fools. I'm just is kidding. It, is it's is not it? for fools. Don't make I've me got, call Amanda got, now, buddy. <laughs> I got married. It's you know, it's awesome. It's a great step in your life. So Saturday, November 9th at the HVAC Pub. Doors again open up at four. Bell times at eight. Thirty-five thirty North Clark Street, North Clark Street, Chicago, Illinois. And that man who is promoting that, Mr. Jason Mables, will be on the show next week, WWE Mentality style. We're going to bust open some questions. Hopefully, he can answer. I'm really interested on how I want to wanna pick his brain about promoting because I need to learn some lessons.
1: What are you thinking about uh, being a promoter there, uh, JR? I
0: mean, I do a lot of promotion for our podcast here, but I feel like I'm a scrub compared to this guy. <laughs> 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 so... Yeah, next week we'll be interviewing Jason Mables, a promoter from Indiana. He runs Heroes and Legends as well as Savage Lucha Promotions. It'll be very interesting, and I'm ready to pick his brain. So, Jason, Mr. Mabels, if you're listening, I'm sure you are, get ready.
1: For Strider's Last Song.
0: <laughs> not, not, no. no <laughs> just no. kidding, just kidding. We're going to
1: welcome you with open arms, man. It's going to be fun to have you on. We're excited about it. Can't wait. Can't wait.
0: Uh, jumping into Raw now. I mean... After SmackDown, what else could happen with this whole NXT invasion? Well, we are going to find out right now. But also, what could happen after Crown Jewel with Rey Mysterio attacking Brock Lesnar? Well, tell you right now. Rey Mysterio attacked WWE Champion Brock Lesnar from behind after Brock Lesnar initially came out and was like... Or Paul, I should say. Paul Heyman originally said, We're going Rey hunting. And any bitches in the back... Do something about it
1: or whatever he said. <laughs>
0: he said bitches.
1: He did, he yeah, did. He, said, he did say the beat. But
0: word. uh yeah, came out, talked a bunch of trash, looking for Ray Mysterio, went in the back, brought pretty much ran rough shot around the back and um didn't find Ray up until the point where he came back out to the ramp, gotten Jerry Lawler's Paul dude, did you see this segment? Because Paul Heyman totally tore Jerry the King Lawler. Did he really if I was Jerry the King Lawler, I'd been crying. <laughs> Because he went up to Jerry the King Lawler and was like, Where's Ray? Where's Ray? Where's Ray Mysterio? And of course, Brock Lesnar's right there. So you got this mammoth of freaking guy <laughs> right there beside you. And Jerry the King Lawler's like, I don't know where Ray's at. He's like, Look, if you don't tell us where Ray's at, when Brock Lesnar gets his hands on you, you're going to die and there's no one going to be able to save you this time. Wow. Because you know, a couple years ago, the heart attack. Yeah, the heart attack. Wow. It was that's pretty intense. Scary. Yeah, I mean, just watching it, I can imagine being like Jerry Lawler when it's like, whoa, dude, that's too personal. That's a little too far, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, um, the other announcer, Dio, I think his name is, big dreaded guy, came up and got in Brock's face. He's actually taller than Brock, and he looked pretty stocky and, and pretty fit for an announcer, but I think he used to be a uh, NFL star or something like that, Dio Madden. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he got in Brock's face. Brock ultimately f would him through the table. <laughs> yeah. Classic. And then and then Ray came out, hit him, you know, hit Brock in the in the leg and in the back with a lead pipe. But it really kind of looked like a, a lightsaber, kind Oh really? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it kind of looked like a lightsaber. But um, yeah, Rey Mysterio attacks Brock Lesnar, and uh, we'll have to wait and see what is going to
1: unfold with. I mean, why why do you think they're giving this? Why? To, why to Rey Mysterio? Yeah, why Rey Mysterio? Do you think it's because he wants to retire soon? They want to give him one last run? Well, what
0: I initially thought was that this whole storyline with Rey and his son was going to lead up to a match at WrestleMania uh, in 2020 in Tampa Bay. I read an article the other day that pretty much said the exact same thing, that Dominic, Rey Mysterio's son, is going to be in a match at WrestleMania. I don't know when or don't know why or who against, but, yeah, I mean, maybe a tag team match with the Pops against somebody, but I don't think it's going to involve Brock Lesnar. Why is Rey Mysterio getting this push right now? I think he should have got this push against Seth Rollins months ago in, like, March when they did the whole, like, Fatal 4-Way or whatever it was. Right. Uh, (laughs) This is all just, you know, I think a full circle kind of match. Uh, Rey Mysterio getting revenge for for Brock Lesnar attacking his kid I'm hoping at Survivor Series when this match happens for the WWE Championship, World Heavyweight Championship that Dominic comes out and does something to Brock to make him lose and Rey Mysterio's a new champ. I don't think that'll happen I think Brock's just too big of a superstar not that Rey's not, but yeah I think like you said, Rey's kind of on his way out. Um, why not go against Brock one last time? Yeah. You know, check it off your list. Plus it's a very interesting storyline. I mean me as a father, if someone came and attacked my kid off the you know, in the in the audience, I'd be pretty pissed off, even if it was planned out or whatever. But this is an interesting storyline, it could go on for another month or so. So, I mean, that's the why I see it happening. Okay. Uh, not that I know anything, but that's this is what my opinion is. Charlotte Flair and Natalya defeated WWE women's tag team champions, the Kubaki Warriors. I wanted to see Charlotte Flair and Lacey Evans team up. Why? Because they're great wrestlers, but then that'll be. I'm sure they would. I mean, I thought they did. I, I don't really remember. But as far as this goes, I would much rather prefer Lacey Evans because she has more of a future, right? right. And like we've talked about earlier, is that Natalia's kind of on her way out the door. Need I remind you, Charlotte Flair's first match in NXT was, I I believe, against Natalya. So, I mean, I can see why they're teaming them up. I hope they don't become team, like, tag team champions.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't want to see that I think
0: Flair can be a tag team champion, just not with Natalya.
1: Right. You know what I mean? But we'll
0: see. Buddy Murphy defeated Cedric Alexander. Kind of a throwaway match. Kind of go get your popcorn, take a dump type deal. (laughs) Um No offense to anybody there But as I said earlier When we were talking about Crown Jewel and Seth Rollins Seth Rollins came out to address the, the audience And all the fans And pretty much just said I don't know what to do now Usually I know what to do But I just lost my championship to The Fiend And I don't know what to do Of course, who comes out? Triple H this whole invasion, NXT invasion thing, you're starting to feel it. You're starting to feel the, you know, getting sucked into the TV, into the story. And when you hear Triple H's music, you're like, Uh-oh, something's here we going on. Go. The King of Kings has returned to, to face Seth Rollins once again. But yeah, Triple H came out and pretty much gave an ultimatum to Seth Rollins and you, you know, whenever you have something going on or you don't know what to do, who's always there? Who always has your back and who always comes up with ways that you you stay relevant? Pretty much me.
1: Oh. Yeah. So about to what, sell his soul to the devil again.
0: It kind of what it seemed like, but honestly, Seth, Triple H told Seth Rollins that you're either with me or you're against me, and of course, you had the undisputed heir on the the apron. Bobby was it Bobby Fish or. He's this right Roger Strong, Adam, oh, yeah. Cole, Adam Cole, Bobby yeah. Fish, I think it is, Ooh. and uh somebody else, can't remember his, his name, but um had them on the apron and was like, "Look, with me or you're against me what do you want to do you come back home and, and, and come back to nxt and when survivor series comes you're on our team pretty much is what he was saying well that didn't pan out the way i think triple h wanted it some raw guys came out beat up the undisputed air and made them run away seth rollins kind of was the last one in the ring with his hands in his hair acting like he was pulling it out like he didn't know what to do what do you think seth rollins should do i mean do you think he should go home He was the first ever NXT champion. You think he should go home to NXT and help NXT invade Raw and SmackDown and win the Survivor Series match? Or should he just stay on Raw and bring in his own people, bring in his own team?
1: I don't know, JR, man. This is is like a, a heartstrings moment here for Seth Rollins. You know, like, I feel bad for him. I feel like he's, like, at a loss right now. And, you know, when someone you've always known comes out, and says, "Hey, here's what you could do." It's I, mean, like your dad. I mean, yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like it's like you don't you don't know what to do. I mean, I I, I wouldn't know what to do either. I, um, I would love to see him go back to NXT though. Would you? I would. I think that would be interesting, fun storyline to follow.
0: Well, as of right now, the only superstar back to NXT is about. He's supposedly going up against Johnny Gargano at uh, NXT TakeOver the night before Survivor Series. So, uh, I mean, I'm, what do you fans think? I mean, you can always message me on Facebook. You can message me on Twitter. Uh, any Anywhere that you can message me, what do you guys think? Do you think Seth Rollins stays on Raw, builds up his own team there? I mean, you got some pretty good guys on Raw. I mean, Rusev, who we'll talk about in a few minutes. Bobby Lashley. uh, um, Brock, Lesner, Brock can't Brock Lesnar because he's going against Ray. But yeah, you got, you got other guys and other people there that can to have a pretty good team. Ricochet. Drew yeah, McIntyre. Drew I mean, McIntyre, Aleister Black. Yeah. I mean, they have people there, but again, people who are listening, message me on Facebook, uh WW Mentality. Find me on Twitter, Jamie Wentz and WW Mentality. What do you guys think? think he does he stay does he go who knows honestly I'm at a crossroads I don't know I don't, I don't know either I, either. Can I can see some good storylines if he does go and I can see some good storylines if he doesn't go
1: ah it's gonna be up to the creative team there
0: <laughs> <laughs> honestly time will tell Andrade and Selena Vega defeated Sin Cara and Car- Carolina in a mixed tag team match and really no surprise there um not a very good match yeah yeah
1: so just one of those fillers
0: yeah, Rusev defeated Drew McIntyre. This all came into effect because Rusev was out there, and he pretty much told Bobby Lashley, who came out pretty much right after him with Lana. He's like, hey, I know you're supposed to have a match with me, but I tore my groin, and I was like, okay, well, he didn't seem hurt at Crown Jewels, so what's going on? Yeah. Well, um, he said he tore his groin in extracurricular activities.
1: Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> You gotta be kidding me!
0: And Rusev was like, "Look, if you want her, you can have her." <laughs> the guy is an animal.
1: The guy is a savage.
0: Like I said last week, this storyline is—it started off sucky, but it has—it's it, grown. It's grown on me a little bit. But yeah, uh, he was Rusev was supposed to face uh, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley was out to a uh,
1: extracurricular activity groin tear. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um. What, so, kind of, what kind of Kama uh, <laughs> Sutra they were practicing over yeah. there in, in uh, Saudi Arabia? <laughs> they,
0: well, it was that delayed flight. I mean, oh god!
1: <laughs> <laughs> not, Thanks. Not quite the high Club yet, there, yeah. buddy, but um, close. Yeah, they were
0: still grounded. I
1: think. I think so. Literally, literally, literally
0: um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they were like, well, we know somebody who will kick your ass, and uh, it ended up being Drew McIntyre. So Rusev defeated Drew McIntyre the disqualification because lo and behold. Bobby Lashley really didn't tear his groin at all because he came out there and attacked Rusev with the um, crutch. Oh, of so, course. Yeah, Bobby Lashley being a little slimeball that he is um, in, in this storyline has done a pretty decent job, I have to admit. NXT champion Shayna Baszler showed up again on Raw and confronted Raw women's champion Becky Lynch during a sit-down interview with Charlie Caruso, which was what I see on Twitter and everywhere else on social media is probably one of the best face-offs ever. What I don't like about this is that Becky Lynch has nothing to compare to Shayna Baszler other than Ronda Rousey. Hmm. Do you think, first off, who do you think is going to win this Survivor Series match? Because as it's set out right now, you have Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch faces NXT Champion Shayna Baszler faces in uh, NXT faces SmackDown champion, women's champion, Bailey. Who do you think wins that match? Just two weeks away, who do you, who do you have just right off the cuff?
1: I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Baszler wins.
0: Baszler wins? Okay. I'm not on the Becky bandwagon, and I love the fact that Bailey has turned heel, but I think I'm with you with Shayna Baszler. I think she wins, yeah. I don't think she's a great entertainer as like compared to um, Charlotte Flair, but I think she has the attitude to, to win that match the ability to also do so. But then again, Becky's on this like freaking mountain and she's all like high and mighty and she's done sh- stuff that no other woman in the industry has. So does she win? I don't know. You I know what I think just came to mind? Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. is going to show back up, beat up Becky Lynch, beat up Bailey. Ronda Rousey is going to be helping Shayna Baszler. And of course, Shayna Baszler's got her two little goons in NXT too. The... the four host women of nxt right and i see a charlotte a becky a bailey and a sasha going against a ronda a Shane, and there's two little goons that she has on nxt
1: (laughs) oh interesting
0: it's a very and and that could be a royal rumble match i think because after tlc i think it is in december i think the only one left is after that is Royal rumble in january Right, so it could be a Royal Rumble match, but that's all time will tell. Storylines to be written out, whatever. Shayna confronts Becky in a very intense uh, interview, and they both kind of got to keep their eye on Bailey for some reason. Uh, they made that very clear that I'll be keeping my eye on Bailey. I'll be keeping my eye on Bailey. Both of them said so. Uh, Bailey's gonna, I guess, be a big part in this whole storyline being led up to. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't, yeah, so. Um, the OC, the, the best in the world tag team. They defeated Umberto Carrillo and the Street Profits.
1: They want the smoke. They, they wanted that smoke. Well, I mean, they <laughs> defeated the smoke. Unfortunately. <laughs> they did. They did. <laughs> I, I, I like the smoke. I like it too. I think it's great. I love this gimmick.
0: Um, do you see it going any further? Than what it is right now, or I mean, they seem like a comedy act at first, but they can actually wrestle.
1: Yeah, I know. That's what I'm like. I, I think they, I think they're appealing to a different group of people,
0: uh, more diverse.
1: Yeah, if you, I, if you will, yeah.
0: Well, time will tell, as we always like to say here on WWE Mentality. Um Trying to guess the future of WWE is kind of like sticking your hand in a hat, and trying to pull out your name, filled with thousands of other.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's never gonna. happen. It's hard. It's and then, very um, hard.
0: Yeah, and on the the rare chance that you get something right, you're all excited about it, and you go on Twitter like I have, and you are like, "Oh, I told you this was gonna happen." And then what you think is gonna happen next doesn't happen.
1: I know. <laughs> so it's
0: so weird. It's very unpredictable. WWE is, but Raw t- Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders, defeated East Hampton Polo Boys. Better watch out for them. Who are they? <laughs> they kind of reminded me of um, not Josie. But a long, <laughs> long time ago with um Shane McMahon and uh, but it was Sh- Shane McMahon had his little posse of people.
1: The Spirit Squad? No, it was before that. <laughs> Spirit Squad.
0: Kenny. Shout out to Dolph. <laughs> Kenny. Kenny God, I can't remember their names, but they reminded me of them because they're they were literally dressed in polos and a sweatshirt hanging off their shoulders like tied up. The chest, like, real crap. Wow. And the Viking Raiders surprisingly. I really surprisingly. thought they were going to lose. <laughs> really? No, Are you kidding me. Polo
1: boys, just sit your ass on a polo
0: stick. Oh, jeez. Polo. polo stick doesn't exist. Got a polo stick, but no, no, that,
1: They can sit on that too. There's a polo mallet. Is there? Yeah, it's polo. So you ride on a horse and hit a ball. We'll go sit him. on that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, last but not least, Seth Rollins, who was in all sorts of cahoots earlier in the show, not knowing what to do. He got in a match with NXT champion Adam Cole, again for the NXT championship. That match ended in pretty much everybody coming out and from NXT and Raw and disrupting the match. So, really no surprise there.
1: At all. Interesting.
0: But all in all, I mean, pretty decent week in WWE.
1: Yeah, it seems like I mean, it's pretty sound, pretty full of action. Crown Jewel,
0: Invasion of SmackDown, NXT invasion SmackDown. The
1: airplane situation.
0: Mile low airplane situation. Yeah, I don't know,
1: man. I, that's uh, very juicy storylines coming up here in the coming weeks leading up to uh, Survivor Series. So.
0: Very true. And again, Survivor Series is two weeks from now. Two weeks. I believe it's the seventh. It is the seventh, JR. First. Nope. Twenty first next week. Two weeks from today. Uh the, the, the Sunday, twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. The twenty fourth. Twenty fourth of November. Survivor series is going down. You have NXT versus SmackDown
1: versus Raw. All on the WWE Network for The low price of $9.99.
0: Yep, very true, very true. And uh, again, you can find WWE Mentality on any major and non-major podcast listening platforms out there. We are also on Facebook at WWE Mentality. We are on Twitter. We are on YouTube. we got to get our YouTube views up because we just got to. YouTube. Is, you start
1: making money from YouTube. You could. You get a lot of viewers. That's not the main
0: reason. Subscribers. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, it's, a, it's a definitely an
0: incentive. It's, def- <laughs> it's very much so an incentive. I just I would just rather prefer to go on there every day and, and see how many people have hit subscribe. We're at an all time high of three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're not we're not very high on the YouTube subscriber list. So if you're out there listening, go to YouTube and type in WW mentality and hit subscribe on the left-hand there button on the bottom of the screen Can't when you watch our video. Yeah, or uh, again, that's another place to leave a comment. What do you think is, uh, you as fans, what do you think is going to happen with this invasion thing? I mean, last night on NXT, the OC and AJ Styles, I mean, they invaded NXT and that was it. Nobody else. I mean... Just the OC? Just the OC. Weird. Yeah, I mean, I was expecting like Bailey or Sasha to show up, but yeah, I mean... What's gonna happen in the in the next couple weeks? Where the invasion? Did the invasion stop? Do they keep going? Does Raw invade SmackDown? Does SmackDown invade NXT? Vice versa. You as fans, whoever's listening, contact me on either YouTube. We'll leave a comment under this video. That's gonna be posted tomorrow as soon as Justin gets here and does his executive producer type thing. Um, you know, Facebook. Facebook message me or comment on our page at WWE Mentality. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. WWE is is very interesting right now, very interesting. Yeah, yeah. One of is. the most interesting parts of the year is either at the end of the year or at the beginning. Of
1: yep, and it's always fun. <laughs> it's always fun around Survivor Series, that's for sure.
0: But if everyone is not busy, whoever's listening on the out of banks or Virginia or uh, very close surrounding areas, TWO, Team WWE O B X is going to be getting together next week on the fourteenth. Yeah, on the fourteenth of uh, November fourteenth. Thursday, we're going to be getting together for a dinner because that's what we do here at WWEWEX. We eat, um, we eat WWE content as well as eating Jack Browns is where we're going to be. Is that and where we're going
1: to be? Jack Browns are where local we're going to spot. be.
0: But that—that that is Beautiful. the WWE mentality's home away from home. If we're not in here in the studio doing stuff, you know, creating magic, we're at a. We had Brent Hill's place of business over on a mile post eight and a half on the beach road, killed over hills at Jack Brown's, eating delicious Greg Brady
1: burgers. With Wagyu beef. With Wagyu beef, 100%. You know, they just had an arm wrestling competition yesterday. I did.
0: I I just found that out. Did you you participate in that, JR? I didn't, but guess who did? Who? Justin. Did he? Justin participated, and I think he won twice. I think
1: he oh, beat two people. Justin
0: is a force to be reckoned with, ladies and gentlemen. If you ever come in contact with Mr. Justin Bateman, our executive producer for WWE Mentality, don't get an arm length.
1: Get get an arm <laughs> length away. <laughs> yeah, get at least a good arm <laughs> length away. Uh, like a HCP. Yeah, <laughs> he might put you in a crab pot over in Wan Cheese and use you for crab bait if he gets his hands <laughs> on you, but.
0: Very true. But yeah, we are going to be sitting down, eating dinner, taking pictures with all of our fans that we don't have (laughs) (laughs) on the Outer Banks. I'm just kidding. But yeah, we'll be there November 14th at Jack Brown's Beer and Burgers. That is WWE Mentality's Home Away From Home. We may even do a short little podcast there. Okay, yeah, I'd, be down, so, I mean, I'd be down for that. Uh, all TWO members and family members and fans listening to WWE Mentality and all surrounding areas that are close to North Carolina or Over Hills, the Outer Banks, come and join us. Yeah,
1: come on out. It'd be yeah. great.
0: Yeah, we definitely want to see you there. But the only stipulation is that you have to wear a wrestling T-shirt.
1: Pull that Seth Rollins T-shirt out, I've got a Strider. It. I've got to rebuild, redesign, and reclaim we'll that title. Rebuild
0: your, your room <laughs> behind it.
1: <laughs> oh, just a, a quick reminder... HCP if you ever leave a note on my desk again <laughs> threatening the champ you will get Strider's last song
0: you are a force to be reckoned with my friend I am <laughs> that's all you have to say but yeah next week also is, uh, as well we are planning to interview Mr. Jason Mabel a indie promoter from Indiana again his uh, promotion Heroes and Legends as well as Savage Lucha promotions will be having an event in Chicago, Illinois, thirty-five thirty, North Clark Street, Chicago, Illinois. This Saturday, you got Road Warrior Animal. How would you feel meeting Road Warrior Animal? That'd be great. It'd be guy's awesome. A,
1: guy's a monster.
0: Now uh, I know the answer to this next question, but how would you feel meeting Angelina Love? Uh, <laughs> I well, told you I knew the next
1: answer. <laughs> uh, Angelina Love. Oh man. Yep. yep 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 that's all I gotta say that's all you can say Stores about that wars. one yep yep
0: <laughs> yep. yep well yeah, um, Jason Mables thank you again for uh, taking the time out of your day next week hopefully we can get this done uh, the interview process is very extensive when you try to you know get people in to be on your podcast and anybody who has podcasts out there just don't think it's a, a phone call or a text or or something like that it's you have to rearrange your schedule to, to fit whatever you need to fit in. And it's, it's, it's pretty lengthy. I've been talking to Mr. Mables for... Good two weeks. I've contacted him two weeks ago and asked him to be on our podcast, and uh, he has some other stuff going on. And unfortunately enough, he is free next Thursday at twelve o'clock, and hopefully we can get that done. But again, thank you very much. Thank you, Heroes and Legends Promotions, as well as Savage Lucha, for for giving the people of Chicago the opportunity to come out there and en- enjoy your show. I'm sure it's going to be great. Uh, Road Warrior Animal again is going to be there. Angelina Love from TNA is going to be there. Uh, it's gonna be a great show. I wish I was in Chicago on Saturday, but unfortunately, I'm on the Outer Banks.
1: I mean, flights right now about about 200 bucks.
0: Uh, <laughs> I would prefer to walk.
1: <laughs> Good for luck, buddy. Bucks. <laughs> it's a 16-hour drive, so you might be walking for a month.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, if I had a way to get there, Mr. Maples, I would, trust me, believe that TWO would be there in a heartbeat to watch this, uh, watch this show.
1: Do a podcast live from do this show. Do a podcast
0: live. Yeah, I mean, we can do all sorts of things, but unfortunately, we're a couple hundred miles. And a
1: couple hundred dollars short.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like a dollar <laughs>
1: They laid dollar short,
0: but yeah, that's uh, that pretty much wraps up uh, WWE mentality. The November, yeah, I can't believe it's November already. November seventh edition. Uh, The first week is already. (laughs) I mean, uh, uh, man, I can't believe it. But yeah, that wraps up WWE mentality. Thank you again for taking the time out of your busy schedule, Mister Strider, to join us today. Absolutely. I I know you have a lot
1: going on as champ. Pleasure. Yeah,
0: I mean, TWA champ requires a lot of time in a lot of places, (laughs) kissing babies. You know, Get some stuff babies,
1: like signing autographs. I'm basically like the president.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but maybe better.
1: I don't know if I could do a good job <laughs> of president, but I mean, I'd i really think, to give it a shot. I
0: think CNN would actually air your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's, that wraps up WWE mentality. Thank you everybody for uh, for subscribing, for listening, for downloading. We have 158 total downloads. Woohoo! Clap clap clap. Yay! We don't have a clap button, so we have to literally clap. Oh, that yeah. crowd goes the crowd wild. goes wild. But yeah, thank you everybody for you know, chiming in, listening to us. I hope we are doing you a favor and, and providing you great WWE content as well as some comedic comments um, about off off WWE topics, possibly. But yeah, thank you. That's, uh, that's pretty much all I can say. And spread the word. I mean, yeah, spread the word. Word of mouth. Word of mouth is the quickest way of information to get traveled. But we will see you next week as we prepare and gear up to interview indie promoter Jason Maples from Indiana. He's going to come in here and, and spread his knowledge about some promotions and some promoting tips maybe I can take advantage of. But I'm all about that. We will see you next week. Later. Oh, hold on. Not later. As WW Mentality always likes to say, keep slamming and stay wonderful.
1: How <laughs> do you not know that? <laughs> well, Jared, yeah, it's not my catchphrase. <laughs> You're right.
0: Keep slamming, stay wonderful, WWE mentality. We love all y'all. Thank you for joining us.